ஹம்துல்லாஹிஃபாஸ்லாமுலாஹிபாதிஹில்லதீனஸ்தஃபா التائب من الذنب كما لا ذنب له او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected students of deen mothers and sisters it is the grace and fazl of allah tbarak wa taala his infinite mercy and kindness allah taala gives us some extremely great and auspicious occasions our hearts and minds should be focused towards the mubarak month of ramadan we have discussed the importance of this mubarak time we have discussed how we should be preparing and what kind of mindset we should have we spoke about the dua that should be made regularly inshallah we are all making this dua allahumma sallimni li ramadan wa sallim ramadan li wa sallimhu li mutaqabbala after every salah at other occasions and also we spoke about toba that to make sincere toba from all the wrongs so that this becomes the foundation upon which inshallah we will build in the month of ramadan this aspect of toba toba refers to returning when a person has like a child or somebody has run away from home is a rebellious person ran away from home then something comes to the heart and mind that no this is wrong i shouldn't do this the person then comes back so he returns so this returning brings a person back to where he should be brings him back home so likewise here the situation is that we were supposed to be in the obedience of allah taala we were supposed to be conscious of allah taala but we went far away we nauzubillah rebelled against the commands of allah taala in a sense though not directly but by ignoring it sometimes by becoming lazy etc it was as if we rebelled as if we ran away so the time has come now to return now the month of ramadan is this time of return but as we briefly mentioned previously that on the doorstep of ramadan comes a very very great occasion the 15th of shaaban and such great virtues such great uh significance of this mubarak occasion the 15th night of shaaban allah taala forgives numerous people from the wrongs that they had done emancipates them from the fire of jahannam now this is a very significant thing that just on the doorstep of the month of ramadan this great occasion comes unfortunately what happens often when these kind of occasions come we become familiar with some of the things pertaining to the occasion on that day then now we decide to start thinking about it and by the time we 
started thinking about it, that occasion was gone. So we lose out in terms of acquiring the maximum benefit of those occasions because we didn't even prepare for it. It came and went. We thought, well, we know about it, we heard about it, and that's it, finish, life carries on. So that's not how it should be. We should be very conscious about what we are doing, what occasions are coming, what is the significance of this occasion, why is this the occasion that Allah Ta'ala has given us, and we should then take the maximum benefit accordingly. So this month of Shaban, and then in particular the 15th of Shaban, if one looks at the ahadith, on the one hand there's tremendous virtues mentioned. Allah Ta'ala forgives so many people more than the number of hay on the sheep of Bani Kalb, a tribe that was known for its huge amount of sheep that they used to have. Now, when you talk about huge amount of sheep, those who have flocks and flocks, thousands of sheep, so this tribe had a numerous amount of sheep. Allah Ta'ala forgives more people than the number of hay on the backs of the sheep of this tribe. So now such great virtue, but at the same time, while on the one hand you find such great virtues mentioned, at the same time what is mentioned is, in many ahadith you will find more than other occasions, on this occasion you will find mention made of various categories of people that are deprived of the virtues of this night. And it's very prominent on this occasion. Other occasions you will find a lot of the significance mentioned, but there isn't so much of emphasis upon those who are deprived of the virtues of that occasion. But come the 15th of Shaban, while the virtues are mentioned very greatly, there's very much of emphasis and highlight about those who are, meaning the emphasis upon warning us that we should not become part of certain categories of people who become deprived of the virtues of this occasion. Now this is also a deep thing, this is something to think about. Allah Ta'ala, His wisdom, His hikmah is infinite, there is no limit to it. We cannot fathom the depth of that wisdom, we cannot fathom even one iota of it. But some things are quite easy to understand, that on this occasion of 15th of Shaban, which is on the doorstep of the month of Ramadan, and such great virtues are also mentioned about this in the ahadith, and at the same time, there's so much of warning and so much of highlighting of those categories of people who are deprived of the virtues of this night. The question comes, why? Why is this emphasized? Why is this highlighted? Allah alone knows best why. <coughs> but what comes to heart among the reasons that could possibly be the reason for this being highlighted on this occasion? To understand this by means of a simple example, now, somebody wants to give you something to drink, very, very exquisite drink. It's a kind of drink which you can't easily buy also, forget, pay for it. <coughs> Even if you have the money to, you can't buy it, it's such a wonderful drink. Didn't taste the like of it. Now somebody wants to offer you some of that, say, come with a glass, I will pour some for you, I have some, I will give you some. So now, 
what kind of utensil, what kind of glass, what kind of jug you're going to take and go. The dirtiest one lying around, something that is all kinds of, it was, it was used for something already, somebody had some tea in that cup, one day before they didn't wash it, it's just lying there. Now you just say, well in any case, just bring any cup and come. Grab that cup which is unwashed for two days now. Does a person do this? <coughs> Let alone some very valuable drink of this nature. Somebody wants to just drink a little bit of water. <coughs> the first thing he looks is, looks into that cup, looks into that glass. Is it clean? Before pouring something inside, he wants to make sure it's clean. Because if it's not clean, then what are you going to pour inside? That dirt is still going to remain there. That dirt is going to get mixed up. And then the effect of the dirt will still come. So the logical thing, the sensible thing, any sane person, what they will do is, first clean that out. Wash it, rinse it. Now when it's clean, it's rinsed out, it's washed out, now it makes it very much easy to pour something into it because you'll, you won't feel any negativity, you won't feel uncomfortable, you'll feel fine because mashallah the utensil is clean. And then that won't get contaminated in any way, that will also, you'll get the full benefit of it. So Allah Ta'ala has now afforded us the Mubarak month of Ramadan to pour something, to pour the great blessings of Ramadan. But those great blessings of Ramadan are to be taken into our hearts, into our lives. Allah Ta'ala first gives us the opportunity of the 15th of Shaban to clean out our system, clean out our hearts. To the extent we have cleaned out, to that extent we will benefit. And we haven't cleaned out, then we'll appear to have been doing a lot of things, but the benefit will be very, very confined. And that is why often the month of Ramadan Forget after the month of Ramadan, in the month of Ramadan also, very important things are just neglected like nothing. Sometimes, mashallah, people become conscious of some things. That too is a very great thing. Somebody wasn't performing their salah the whole year, and the month of Ramadan they start performing their salah. Mashallah, excellent. Somebody was performing, was not making any tilawat, they started making some tilawat. Mashallah, very, very good. Like that, some other amal. So, Alhamdulillah, Summa Alhamdulillah, that's excellent. But because we didn't understand the importance of cleansing our hearts out and of mending ourselves, the Mubarak days come and many great important things are neglected in such a manner that the true benefit is lost or the full benefit is lost. For example, we start doing many good actions which is excellent but we didn't cleanse ourselves out, so many sins also continue. The month of Ramadan comes and the sins continue. So when the sins also continue side by side, the benefit of the Ramadan is lost. In the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, The person who doesn't give up false talk, lying, and false actions, evil actions, evil talk, evil actions, lying and doing all kinds of other haram, looking at haram, listening to haram, engaging in ghibat, music. So all these things become a fashion, become a norm. People just go on. 
before Ramadan, in Ramadan, just carries on. People don't give it a second thought also. And then sometimes somebody will bring it to our attention that look, this is ghibat, and especially now in the month of Ramadan, so we'll have some explanation for it. We will be able to give it some explanation, some way in which to just try and justify what we are doing. No, no, you don't know, this is something very important and this has to be said and somehow, but on the day of judgment, in front of Allah Ta'ala's court, in Allah Ta'ala's court, in front of Allah Ta'ala, whether that explanation will really hold or not, that's another matter altogether. And very often it is all just nafs and shaitan. So, the thing is when that cleansing wasn't done in a very formal manner, in a very conscious way, so the wrong carries on. So the 15th of Shaban comes, and this comes to highlight the importance of cleansing ourselves. And this is what we have to focus on. Now we still have a few days before this Mubarak occasion. Let us look at some of the categories of people that are deprived of the greatness of this night. Let us then start cleansing ourselves, especially in regard to these things. And inshallah, if we make this effort, we will tremendously benefit. We will gain tremendous good. We will gain the good of this 15th night of Shaban and inshallah it will pave the way for us to take the tremendous benefits of the month of Ramadan. May Allah Ta'ala keep us till the Mubarak month of Ramadan and enable us to see the whole month of Ramadan and enable us to see many many Ramadans inshallah with complete afiyat and enable us to conduct ourselves in such a way that we gain the maximum benefit. So in any case, among the categories of people that Rasulullah has mentioned who are deprived of the mercies of the 15th of Shaban. One category of people, Rami Salaam says, Li mushrikin. Allah Ta'ala forgives all on this night except a mushrik. A mushrik, somebody who ascribes partners with Allah Ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, summa alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has protected us, has saved us, we have iman, we don't worship any idol, we don't bow down to any inanimate object, Allah Ta'ala has protected us, we should make a lot of shukr on this, it is only His grace and mercy, it is not our achievement, it is Allah Ta'ala's fazal. So that is one very serious category. So one is the clear and open shirk. But then there is a lesser form of shirk also. And the mushrikin is general. So Allah forbid that if we are caught up in the lesser form of shirk, we could still end up getting deprived of this great blessing. So one is Alhamdulillah, summa Alhamdulillah, the open shirk, the greater shirk, that is something we are saved from. But what about the lesser shirk? The lesser shirk, in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Islam says, that the thing I fear most for my ummah is, a shirkul khafi, the silent shirk, which is riya, doing things for show, for name and fame, to just get the praises of people. This is a very, very destructive ailment, which causes us to lose dunya and akhirat. Because, what we aspire for in the name and fame and in the praise of people, that too doesn't come. And even if that comes, we've destroyed our akhirat. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. So that is the biggest destruction, that a person's akhirat gets destroyed. How long is a person going to be benefiting out of that praise of dunya? People say something, they forget it the same moment what they said also. They turn around and they're all over with it. And that is those who are saying it sincerely. And many times people are just saying it just to make you happy. Yes, to throw somebody up. 
and then when they turn around, they also are already talking negatively about him. So dunya is a very, very deceptive place. We shouldn't fall into this deception. So our hearts must be cleaned out of any kind of show, name and fame, the desire to be recognized, the desire to gain popularity. All these things must be cleared out of us. Allah Ta'ala cleanse our hearts out of all these maladies. Allah Ta'ala grant us complete ikhlas and sincerity. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq of doing everything only for His pleasure, not motivated by any ulterior motive. So this is the very important aspect. We have to now make sincere tawbah and also reflect deeply and make a deep uh, tawbah and istighfar over the past. So in any case, this is the first category. Then the second category mentioned in the hadith also is mushahin. The person who harbors malice for others. What is this malice? Simple word to understand it by, there is some dirt in the heart. Now we might think, what dirt I got in my heart? My heart is, mashallah, so clean, I can't see any dirt. Unfortunately, sometimes we can't see the dirt because the whole heart is in darkness. So in a dark room, what dirt a person will see? If the room is completely dark, the lights are off and it's dark, dark night, there's no moon shining also. So in the darkness, they can be, forget dirt, they can be utter filth. But what person can't see anything? But when there's light, then the person starts seeing things. Many a person, when such person brought the light into his heart, now he went to somebody to find out now, that I can see all these things in my heart. I can see malice. I can see jealousy. I can see all kinds of other evils. I can see pride. I can see miserliness. I can see love for fame. I can see love for the ego. I can see love for dunya. Now where? In the light. When there is noor. And if that noor is missing, then in darkness a person can't see anything. Now often this malice is lurking in the heart, this dirt is there. And it surfaces from time to time. When we get the opportunity, then we run the person down. Either to directly or to somebody else. We will start making comments about the person, start making uh, all kinds of stories about the person, etc. Why? Because there is some dirt in the heart for the person. Now the dirt in the heart, this is a malice. So now it's something for us to look into our hearts that uh, does this dirt exist there for anybody? And to be very sincere with ourselves. It's not something that anybody else will know and we don't have to go and explain to anybody else also. It's between us and Allah Ta'ala. If mashallah we look into our hearts and we find it, we put the light of taqwa on, the light of zikr and dua on, the light of tilawat of the Quran Sharif on, the light of sincere tawbah on, and in the light of all these amal, we now sincerely, deeply reflect on our heart. And we don't find any malice, it seems completely clean, alhamdulillah, summa alhamdulillah, excellent. But let us not fool ourselves and just say, no, no, I don't have any malice. What about the situation with that particular person? Say, no, no, that, that person deserves it. That person now, I just 
there are two completely different situations. One is, we don't get along with somebody, or we can't seem to have any kind of uh, close form, whether it's family relationship, or whether something else with somebody. So that's one part of it, that for whatever the reasons are, we are not very comfortable with someone, so fine, we don't have to be very close to the person, we'll be cordial with them, if we meet them, we will talk to them nicely, we will uh, be accommodating, we will be cordial, we will show the correct akhlaq, the correct ikram, we will not be rude and abrupt, we will not be aloof, but we don't have to go and visit the person every week, every month too, but once in a while we'll go, we'll visit them properly, nicely, We'll invite them once in a while. Or if it's not that kind of relationship, it's just a friendship or something, fine. We'll meet once in a while, we'll talk nicely and carry on with our way. We don't have to now be sitting and every day meeting the person, phoning him every day. Once in a while we met him, once every few weeks, fine, it's good, no problem. But where there's that dirt in the heart, that is now a very dangerous thing. We are being warned about this. That this 15 night of Shaban comes and there is this malice. There is this feeling of some anger that is festering which becomes this malice. Now the person is harboring this enmity, this malice in the heart. So sometimes we wish it away. No, no, my cousin, I'm fine. I don't have any problem. That's just, it's just all on the surface. Or oh, that classmate of mine. Or oh, sometimes it's with others in society, wherever it might be, in the extended family. So we often just explain it away. My neighbor, sometimes we're not... We give it some explanation and just wish it away and we just try to keep justifying everything we do. But we should look deep down in our hearts and imagine ourselves on the day of Qiyamah and ask ourselves the question that if Allah Ta'ala has to ask me that this was in your heart, what answer I got? Will my explanation work on the day of Qiyamah? So in any case, this is a very important thing that we have to clean out. Have no malice for anybody. Have a clean heart towards everyone. Make dua for everyone. That is often a very, very good yardstick to judge is there dirt in our heart for somebody or not. How? Are we ready to make dua for the person? Very, very diligently, comfortably, without any uh, something holding us back. No, I can't make this dua for the person. Many people have the problem. They can't make dua for others who they have a problem with. Now why? Why not? So it shows that there is some dirt in the heart. The dirt is becoming the barrier. So dua, subhanallah, what a wonderful thing. And in our own privacy we make dua for somebody that person doesn't even know. And we making dua for such a person who we feel there is some kind of tension with the person, there is some kind of problem, there is some kind of barrier. But we making dua that dua will cleanse our hearts out like we don't know what, what will be the impact of it. We can't imagine it. And it will take us so far ahead. Then the other very great thing in this dua is that when we make in dua quietly, silently for somebody in their absence, the malaika, the angel makes dua for us. The angel say amin to that dua of ours. And the dua then, the angel then makes the dua for the person. That you making dua for your fellow Muslim in the absence, may Allah Ta'ala accept that dua, ameen, walaka bi mithal, may you also be blessed with the same. So we're making dua for afiyat for somebody, we're making dua for the good of dunya and akhirat for someone else, 
We're making dua that that person be given tremendous progress in everything they do. So that dua we're making for others, the angel is making that dua for us. Our dua may get accepted, may not get accepted, we don't know. Because we are so deficient, we are so weak. But that dua that the angel made for us will be accepted. So, what a wonderful way to get the duas of the angels. So now come this 15th night of Shaban, and this is that message we are being given. That clean the heart out. The cleansing, like that cup, clean it out. Before you pour anything, clean it out. Clean the heart out now. This 15th of Shaban is a day of cleaning. The night of cleaning. To clean the heart out. So clean it out of this malice. Clean it out of all the other things that become a barrier. This malice then sometimes becomes a barrier between parents and children. The barrier becomes a barrier between brothers and sisters. It becomes a barrier between family members. It becomes a barrier between people in the community. And it just goes on. So we need to become conscious of this Mubarak occasion and undertake the cleaning. Clean our hearts out. Then the other category that is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif is Aqun Liwalidei. The person who is disobedient to his parents. Disobedience to parents deprives the person of the great blessings of this Mubarak night. Can we imagine again? What a great occasion. Such great blessings and bounties. And here because of the disobedience of, towards parents, a person gets deprived. We made some mistakes. We are insan. We could have made some mistakes. We go and start making amends now. We don't leave it for the 15th night. Go and clear it out. Remove the barriers. Remove the boundaries. The, the, the hurdles and the barriers. So that we get the rahmat flowing towards us. So we should make amends as well. Go and do something to turn that feeling of the heart from negativity to positivity. We go and in a nice way apologize to our parents. Give them some hadiyah. Do something that will please their hearts. Remove that difficulty from their hearts or that, that, that heaviness from their hearts. This is all that what we should be now focusing on to create that muhabbat again, to create that good feeling and gain their closeness, gain their happiness. So, this is a category also that we have to be making sure we don't fall in. That those who disobey their parents. Then another category, Qati'ur Rahimi or Qati'un Rahim, the person who severs family relationship. Person cuts ties with his family people. How often this happens? People cut ties over trivial things. And trivial things, sometimes a person says, but there's so much of money involved, you're saying trivial thing. The quantity of the money is sometimes big. There's a lot of money involved. But compared to Akhirat, the whole thing is still very trivial. Because what is the worth of this dunya in comparison to the Akhirat? So while the quantity is big, indeed we will accept that and acknowledge it sometimes, that there is a very big amount involved. But that big amount also, compared to the Akhirat, is trivial. Fine, in dunya, a person needs to uh, continue with his life as long as he is living, so he needs to take care of his needs, etc. So nobody is compelled to overlook every right of his in terms of his monetary rights, etc. He must forgive it and wipe it out. No, he can claim what is due to him, what is 
rightfully due to him in a proper manner, in the correct uh, manner he can go and claim it. Obviously, that's a very important thing that it must not go beyond the limits of Shariat, how he goes about claiming it. So he can claim it. What is being spoken about here is relationships. That the relationship must not be cut. So the relationship must remain. Otherwise, a person becomes deprived of the mercy of this night. Now, what a great thing. The mercy of this night is being showered upon people and a person, because of cutting off family ties, family relationship, such a person is deprived. Now, this is a very, very great thing in Deen. And really, if one looks at this occasion of 15th of Shaban, actually it seems like it's very much to do with relationships. Because malice, malice breaks up relationships. Person disobedient to his parents, it breaks up relationships. Person is breaking ties of relationship that is straightforward, is so clear cut, that now this is also, now all these people are getting deprived. And then the other, some other categories that are mentioned also, the person who gets involved in intoxicants, for example, what does this do also? person gets caught up in intoxicants, as a result he starts doing things and conducting himself in such a way it breaks relationships. It's a terrible sin in itself also, and that too has a direct impact on relationships. So this Mubarak occasion comes to teach us to build relationships, to build bonds, to forgive people, to join ties, to build bridges. Not to become aloof, not to break ties, not to become uh, disobedient. No, this is to now make things happen in the positive manner. So the person who undertakes to make amends on this occasion, he is now cleaning up. He is now linking up. Such a person now, mashallah, then makes tremendous progress. Such a person gains the tremendous benefits of the 15th of Shaban. And such a person then will be ready to receive the showers of Rahmat that will come in the month of Ramadan. So these are hurdles. We are being told and taught now to remove these hurdles from the way. And to remove these barriers that we have created that deprive us of the Rahmat of Allah Ta'ala. So it is not something, by the way, it's something extremely important, something extremely necessary. So inshallah, if we just focus a little bit, these occasions... <coughs> These occasions are extremely great occasions. We can never imagine how great it is. Let us just accept wholeheartedly whatever the guidance has been given to us in the hadith by Rasulullah wasallam, And he has highlighted all this. He has warned against being part of any of these categories. So we take this to heart. We ensure that we have made sincere toba. We have cleansed our hearts and minds. We have made amends. We have went and built those ties of relationship. Often it is just our ego, it's just our pride that becomes the barrier. And very often these, these problems that ensue and the relationships that get broken is over badgumani. Just some wrong thought, some wrong conclusion we went to, some suspicions that we harbored, which were baseless often. It seemed something, whereas the reality was something else. This badgumani, this harboring of suspicions and this pride, this becomes the very big barrier and a person then, this doesn't allow him to take the step of mending family ties, mending relationships, becoming, uh, cleaning the heart out of that malice, this becomes the barrier. And these are very destructive things. We should be making sincere dua to Allah Ta'ala.
to cleanse our hearts out of all these maladies, to make us His true and obedient servants, and to become those kind of servants of Allah Ta'ala, who Allah Ta'ala is pleased with, and may He shower upon us the blessings of this Mubarak night, 15th of Shaban, and then give us the opportunity to continue in the month of Ramadan in the correct manner, so that we gain the maximum benefit at that time as well. May Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala accept on and all. Allah Ta'ala grant us His forgiveness. Allah Ta'ala grant us His rahmat and make us among His true and obedient servants. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. Allahumma la nuhsi thana'an alayk anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu. Allahumma aftah lana bilkhair. واختم لنا بالخير وجعل عواقب أمورنا بالخير بيدك الخير إنك على كل شيء قدير ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه المعين والحمد لله رب